Hello, welcome to Skull RPG Podcast. My name is Dwight Skull. My name is Jacob Skull. And today we're going to teach you how to tell, tell your, your story. story. So this is uh, another one-off. This one is uh, kind of a fun one. So this one works really well in D&D, but you could adapt it to almost any other one with some slight tweaking. So in this one you have kind of like a dungeon tourist town where the dungeon is keeping everybody afloat and it's like a renowned dungeon. So your players go to that. And oh, then... stop. Let's talk about for that for one second. Yes. So the concept around this is that some towns would make a lot of money selling picks to miners or dungeon gear, gear yes. to adventurers. And the concept around this is this nasty one of some towns would be really, really heavily reliant on their Tomb of Horrors type of craziness outside their town. So the question is, if they saw a party of adventurers just walking through this really quickly, would they not then maybe potentially try to kill them in their sleep when they come back to town or screw them out of goods or tell them they can't help them anymore in a way like, I can't, I don't have any more money for you to sell your goods at, you need to go somewhere else with the hope of basically being able to go back in, reset up the traps and potentially, you know, they, they need to keep the tourists traction going right so it's the same thing like if you could like walk through disneyland and every time you finished a ride it was broken forever wouldn't the disneyland owners do everything they could to make sure that you never came back into town so that's a what we would call a dungeon tourist trap town yes so anyway no sorry go ahead i just wanted them to understand what that is makes sense yeah so after you get there you start to notice everybody at that town is a little off. Like they're, there's just something off about how they're interacting with you. So as you start to go into the dungeon, you eventually find that there's a group or one mind flare esque type thing down there that has basically just thralled the whole entire town. So a mind flare, if you're not familiar, is a D and D monster, both in I think in everything. At least three and up. Um, and they have the ability to um, create thralls. They have the ability to basically dominate person. And they end up selling people eventually into slavery. Or they will also eat their brains and all sorts of nastiness. Mind flares are just evil, evil, evil things. They're also, mm -hmm. yes, they're also lawful evil. But, I mean, they really put the evil in lawful evil. Yes, they, they do. Crazy. So... A group of, of a mind flare slaving party, or if your party's not big enough for something like that, just even one mind flare is just uh, a sight to behold. And mm -hmm. anyway, so what happens with this mind flare? So eventually, your players will kill the mind flare or hey. the group. So then, what's the ramifications of all these people that just got got killed? The the the, the, the enthrallment's gone, so they're no longer enthralled. One of the things that you could do with it, which would be a fun thing, is the enthrallment creates kind of like a Stockholm syndrome in all of them. Back so, to back to consequences. So now you have a whole entire town that actually is angry at the players for killing their enslaver. So now you could have, as they go through another other towns, you have. Oh, hey! As you're drinking at the bar, you have your uh, barbarian make a fort save. Why? Well, because you have members from that town who are following you. 
and trying to assassinate the players. Yes. But how would a level one commoner assassinate a level 10 to 20 character? You're going to talk poison. You're going to talk stabbing them in the, in the night. You're going to talk about a lot of ambush tactics. But instead of only one assassin, one thing, they, they, they basically pissed off a whole entire town of 100 to 1,000 people. <laughs> right. So Who, this could be a... Their whole entire livelihood now is to try to kill the players. Right. They have nothing else to lose as far as they're concerned. Um, until maybe they snap out of it and... Three to six months or something along uh-huh. those lines, you know. Yeah, so now you have a one-off has long-term ramifications that the players aren't sure why. Yeah, and you can just go grab almost any kind of natural depth cavern that could have some sort of, um, at the very end, has some sort of spell to um, uh, go to a different dimension. Or the person itself, you know, one of those mind flares could cast that easily. And so what you have is kind of the 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 mind flares have enthralled the town and they're making a name. The adventures, uh, the na- there's making a name for adventures to come because the mind flare is content, not taking the level one commoners because it can take these level five, six, seven, eight level adventures and sell them for a lot more money in the slaver markets in their own little dimensional groups. Because obviously would you rather have a, six hit point commoner or an 80 hit point barbarian that can do, you know, it's got a 16 strength and can move a bunch of crap for you. Who's better. Or would you want, or would you rather have that wizard that knows mage hand to do stuff for you? Yeah, exactly. And you can enthrall them too and dominate them forever. So it's a nasty little concept. And one that I really enjoy of this whole town is like working unbeknownst to them, but working, you know, for, uh, a mine, a mind flare, or a group of mind flares, and it's basically like the mind flares business. The other unintended consequence is once they shut down that one mind flare, like, is there a family of mind flares or a group of mind flares that were all dependent on this trade? And so, since you shut it down on this point, you haven't shut down the market on the other point. And so now maybe there's like seven or eight mind flares that are also looking to assassinate the players because of what they did in that one town. Mm-hmm. Or do they in three to six months? Does it matter? Do they open up shop again? They come back through, reinstall the people, and then all of a sudden, maybe three to six months later, after everything's said and done, like there's no more attacks on you guys. But then maybe like the DM just mentions that somebody's going to the, oh yeah, I'm going to be going to uh, the tomb of whatever because I heard there's some really cool stuff there, and you're like, yeah, we cleared that out, and they're like, oh no, you must be lying because I just heard about this yesterday, and it, it you know. They said that anybody that says they cleared it out is a liar. And you realize, oh, crap, they set up shop again. And do you go back or do you just like, you know what? I'm done with this. I'm just going to leave it. And especially because if your players started to really put pieces together because you could hit at this, the, the townsfolk have been trying to follow you and assassinate you. And then once you hear that, you're like, that explains why we haven't been assassinated, had assassination attempts recently because they rethought they they, they rethrawed the town. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Do we want to go back and have assassinations on our back again? Exactly. Like no good deed goes unpunished. Is yeah. this what you want to do with your life? I like the concept. It's a fun one. If you guys play it, you should let us know. Anyway, you guys have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Hey, thanks for listening. And for more resources, please go to skullrpg.com.